0: Hi, this is Kara Eglinton, host of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and this is our future is missing Voice America kids. Please be on the lookout for 15-year-old Erin Bird. She is considered an endangered runaway. Erin went missing from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on November 19, 2011. She is Caucasian. 53 weighing 112 pounds with brown eyes and blonde hair. If you know of Aaron Bird's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That is 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Aaron Bird, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you.
1: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
2: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Welcome to the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll bring you the latest tech talk and the inside scoop on what you should be thinking about buying. Now, here are your hosts.
2: Thank you and welcome to the program tech team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Mark. And I'm Dylan. And you're
0: listening to Voice America Kids. So, hello everybody. This is our fourth show. Hello! And- <laughs> Actually, I decided to make today the sound special whenever I think... It's an appropriate time to do a sound. I'm going to play a sound because I have an app on my iPod that has a ton of sounds. Nice. Yeah, so whenever I think it's a good time, I'll play a little sound. Cool. Yep. Well, now, what's the name of this app? This app is called, well, it's Soundboard, and it's got, like, I think it's close to a 100 sounds or something crazy like that.
2: Wow. Can you give us a demonstration?
0: Yep. Um. Let's see. I'll give you an epic fail. (laughs) Wait, let me turn it up. So this is an epic fail. (laughs) So if you ever hear me do that, you know what it's saying. Well, uh, if
2: you had done that last week, uh, we would have heard that. Uh, when I tried to bring my robot in, but of course I forgot my controller. (laughs) Now, this week I did bring it again with the controller, and uh, listen in for the second segment, where I will be demonstrating the robot.
0: That's awesome, I can't wait to see it and watch it get tested and everything. Yeah, and
2: uh, one, another thing I lo- forgot last week, which I realized as I was leaving my house this morning, was I forgot like a, a game piece, so I also brought one of those. Awesome. So, wait for the second segment. And uh, we are, as well, recording this episode of Tech Team as well. For those of you who listened to the third show, we mentioned that we are recording it. We are also recording this show.
0: Yeah, I have my video camera set up on a tripod, and we're going to post it on YouTube, so be looking out for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, how are you, Dylan? I'm great, thank you. Um, I had a good week. Um, so excited to get our fourth show going. Yeah, fourth show. I
2: feel like we should have an anniversary, but it's too soon. <laughs> I think we'll do something special for the tenth show. We'll we'll make sure that that something something special.
0: Double digits. Yeah, double digits. So, how was your week,
2: Mark? Good. Um, remember last week? I think it was the last week. I said it was very good and very bad. This week, it was it was uh good and even worse. Oh no. Yeah. So, yes, you remember, I fell out of a chair and I fractured my arm. Right?
0: Uh. (laughs) Aww.
2: And the only problem is I didn't fracture it. I broke it. Ouch! (laughs) Yes. Full on broke it. So I got a cast now. I got signatures all over it. Uh, I wish you could sign it, but I'm not sure if you can really reach through your computer or whatever you're using to listen to this, unfortunately.
0: That would be a little bit hard. (laughs)
2: Yeah, You see, uh, just uh, like a big portal, and the hand reached through the Sharpie.
0: (laughs) I I signed it, though, so.
2: Yes, uh, Dylan did sign it, and my producer signed it. Awesome.
0: Yes, Perry. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Perry. uh, Agent producer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, So that's uh, about it for this week.
0: So I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. Awesome. So why don't we kick off this week with our gadget of the week and a gadget on a budget. Sure. So, for this week, we have, uh, for gadget of the Week, we have
2: something called Cubelets. Now, these are really, really neat little things. Uh, They're about 1.5-inch or 1.5-inch cubes, and they all do different things. So, there's like three separate segments, or not segments, like three separate um, categories, uh, I should say. There's like the first one, there's sensors, which detect things. There's action motors, which obviously do something. And uh, I can't remember what the third one is. There's, like, batteries. They're, like, batteries and stuff. Or brains. They're brains. That's what they are.
0: So you make them into robots?
2: Yes. Uh, so you snap,
0: them
2: to, you snap them together to make different robots. For instance, if you put a – I'm not quite sure what it's called. If you put, like, an a ultrasonic sensor, right, okay. on, on top of a battery power uh, block and stack that on top of a motor block, which obviously moves things around. It has like rubber kind of wheels on the bottom, and then put another motor block next to that to the right. And this is built upward, like a, it's like a L basically. Okay. And so when you put your hand in front of it, it makes it move forward. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's a and uh, there's a bunch of other stuff. Let me see here. Like there's uh, see the starter kit includes a rechargeable battery block, a cube with rubber wheels for motion, a block that detects light lighting conditions. Uh, and it just, just goes on and on. That's amazing. How much are these blocks? Uh, well, the starter kit, I think it's about $160. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's why it's not a gadget on a budget.
0: <laughs> uh, our rule for gadget on a budget has to be under $40. Awesome. Well, speaking of that, I will tell you our gadget on a budget. Drum roll, please. <laughs> our gadget on a budget today is actually called Budget Robotics. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you're looking to get this, um, Google Budget Robotics. Um, it's $16.95. And if you want to build a robot chassis, this is the one to get because it's you, it comes with a top deck, a bottom deck, servo mounts, and other hardware. And you can assemble it in under 15 minutes. So this is like a robotics design system that's just kind of cheap? Yeah, it's really small. It measures about 7 inches by 5 inches. And if you have other robotic stuff, you can add it to your uh, little robot chassis. Um, The gripper, you could buy a gripper for the robot. It has a a 2.5-inch grasp, so it can pick up things such as tennis balls and even 12-ounce beverage cans. So if you're looking to um, drink a soda out of your robot... Have it pick up your soda. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh,
2: I want a soda, but I'm too, I'm just too lazy. Robot! <laughs> oh, thanks, robot. <laughs> that, that's that's the future, people, right there. You mount your robot on your couch with a soda can. You just step back. <laughs> that is the future, people. Accept it.
0: So if you want to buy it, you can get a Visa card or a debit card or a credit card, whatever you have. And buy it on their website at www.budgetrobotics.com. No capitals, no spaces.
2: Nice. That's really interesting. Now, um, I will say this. It it sounds kind of like my VEX robot, only a lot, lot cheaper. And a lot, lot smaller. <laughs> yeah. I would say because I noticed, I noticed something about VEX is, like I said, I like VEX a lot. And there's so many creations you can make with it, but it's so expensive. We've spent almost, we've spent like over two grand on just like uh, all the robot parts I have. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then and that's not including shipping. I mean, like uh, they, they charge so much for shipping. It's like you know when you order something on shipping and it gets there like the next day. It's mm-hmm. that price, but it doesn't get there till like three days after.
0: And one thing I know about Mark is, he'll tell his mom what pieces he, he needs she'll order them he'll build his robot realize he needs another piece and then she'll go and order that and then he'll put it on and realize that to make another thing work he has to get another piece so it just goes on and on and on <laughs> yeah except uh it, i'm starting to run out of
2: parts i need because <laughs> <laughs> i have like almost every part and every and like duplicates of every part and duplicates of those duplicates and duplicates of those duplicates and just goes on and on wow yeah. It sounds like you have uh, quite a bit of parts. I do, actually. I recently had to get a new thing that holds on my parts because uh, my <laughs> old one was getting too stuffed. <laughs> and so it, it, we got this idea from one when we were on my robotics show, right? Uh, not not show, my competition. And uh, they had this thing where you like it's it has like a bottom drawer and then a top drawer. And it's like a toolkit thing from um, Stanley, where that company is. And you would, it has a handle, and you pull it along and with wheels and everything. It's really convenient, because what we had was, we had a big fisherman's box that had held everything. And then two of my mom's old uh, jewelry boxes that held all my, like, screws <laughs> and stuff. And, and I, I still have the jewelry boxes. They just fit inside of the new big one. And so
0: they, uh, but uh, it's so funny, because one of them says, Cynthia's stash on it. Wow. So... I guess in this case, um, Mark's robotic parts is a man's jewelry.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, so I had like two of those, and then I, oh, my fisherman box is just, it's
0: gone. So. So all you did was just get a bigger box, pretty much. Yeah, but that's easier to move around.
2: That was easy. <laughs> oh my god! That, oh, I need to get one of those. I need a button that says.
0: That I actually spent a whole night downloading sound apps to figure out which one would be best for this show today. So everyone out there who's listening to my sounds feel special. <laughs> well, I feel special. I know I do. <laughs> uh, so you, we were just talking about our gadget on a budget and our gadget of the week, and both of them are really cool. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out one thing about Cubelets.
2: Uh, there's, like, I can't remember where it was, um, but I know there's a YouTube video about it, so you can kind of look at that. One well, thing is, it's just really weird. Like, it's, like, this guy giving this demonstration of it, who lives down in the woods, but he has, like, um, weirdest accent, but that's not the weird part. He's weird. It's, it's, <laughs> It's I don't know you you I can't really explain it but you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch this video. Now I can't give you the web address because like I said I didn't write it down but I did write down uh, where uh, you can buy these. It's at www.modrobotics.com. That's www.modrobotics.com.
0: Well, let's take a break. I'm Dylan and I'm Mark. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33%
2: more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: Stay informed with the Tech Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more.
2: Thank you, and welcome to the program Tech Team on the Voice America Kids Network. Uh, Welcome back. Second segment, fourth show, nice to be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our, see, we're recording this segment because it's a very special segment. The segment, I'm going to be driving my robot. Yes. But you have to wait f- a few minutes because I have an article to read to you that I thought was quite interesting. Okay, let's hear it. So, this article, it talks about how, like, uh, the Xbox Connect, like, voice control and gestures are replacing remotes. Oh, that's interesting. Right. So, it's, so it starts out, we all know Eugene McDonald Jr. invented the remote. If you don't know, I just told you. <laughs> uh, New gesture of voice technology may make remote controls obsolete. Systems that enable consumers to control TVs, smartphones, tablets, and home appliances by waving a hand or saying a word are, are eliminating the need for clunky-pointing devices. If it's not getting l- lost or running out of batteries, the device and its instru- and ins- inscrutable buttons, that's a weird word. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, it's confusing. Some family members are acting as totem in an argument about what to watch. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to wave a hand, say a magic word, and make the, and make the clicker disappear for good? Mm-hmm. With a new generation of gesture and voice, Voice control televisions—that's exactly what may happen. Viewers can control a new line of TV sets simply by speaking or gesturing at them, eliminating the need for clunky pointing devices.
0: So you know, won't need any like television remotes or anything anymore.
2: No, see, uh, and the big thing that uh, the big thing about this is how this kicked off was that uh, Xbox 360s Connect actually started this. And now I've seen, I've seen other things like gigantic whip camera type things that are similar to Connect. that are um, actually meant for TVs.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. There's this thing I heard. I heard it a while ago. I don't know if it's ever going to happen or not. But I heard that, like, you'll be able to watch television or, like, a movie or some or something. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll be able to type on your computer, like, in midair by, like, sensors with uh-huh. the Connect. So, like, you could start moving your fingers where the keyboard was, and um, it will start typing on a computer. That is really cool. I saw something similar like that. Um, I was
2: researching the iPhone 5, and, yeah, yeah, there's already iPhone 5 coming out. Crazy.
0: (laughs) That's going to be awesome. I hope it still has Siri.
2: Yeah, no, it's still has Siri. I'm, as far as I know, it's just a few upgrades like FaceTime can run on 3G, little things like that. But I noticed I saw someone who made, like, a concept video of what the iPhone 5B-like, and there's been rumors that the, that flash flash memory technology can now hold 64 gigabytes. So they might use that to make the iPhone really, really thin, like that big. Oh, my so someone made So someone made, uh, someone made a concept art, and it looked, like, that thin.
0: Oh, my goodness. It, yeah. That looks like... One-sixteenth of an inch or something.
2: Yeah, and for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, that's thick. So, uh, anyway, so this concept video. So there's a bunch of crazy stuff like that. There was that. There's another thing, and this is what reminded me of it. You put the iPhone down, and then you press a button. And you, like, flip the keyboard down. And all of a sudden, there's like a, there's, like, a hologram keyboard on the table. You just started typing this, and it worked.
0: That's so cool.
2: Right, and then... And, then, and the last thing was, uh, he stood down on the table was watching a video, and he went like that, and it came up in his face.
0: That is epic.
2: Yeah, of course, it was a concept thing with a lot of animation, but that would be pretty cool if they actually did that. That would be awesome. Right, so, uh, back to my article. Much of the progress has come from Microsoft Corp's Xbox, which uses the Kinect motion sensor to let gamers play without a controller. It's like a, That's like what I said. Swinging mm-hmm. swords by moving their hands, throwing video punches... Sorry, th- sorry. throwing video punches by throwing real ones and generally playing games with their bodies.
0: Wait, did you say, like, throwing real punches, like, to box, you actually smack each other in the face? Well, no. Well,
2: <laughs> uh, when you box, right, there's, like, two people, you're next to each other, you're going like this, and the other ones going like this, and you're hitting each other on the screen. You're oh. not actually hitting each other in real life. You know, you don't hurt,
0: hurt anyone. That would hurt if you were. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ouch. Exactly. Uh, let's, uh, let's see. Last bit of my article. Um, so there's a company called Two Way TV. After turning, so um, the, there, this was that uh, this article was written by someone who went to uh, electronics convention, and so there's a company who um, uh, company called Two Way TV and made a TV uh, that does something really interesting. Now let me describe this to you. So, so there was a teenage girl and like the president's boss type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they put on an episode of Sesame Street. Uh, record an episode of Sesame Street. Should just wait. <laughs> now, uh, I have to look what his name was. Uh, okay, so Grover, I can't remember who Grover is. I haven't seen Sesame Street in so long, but Grover he walks out with some like a box of coconuts or something trips over something and the coconuts spill everywhere and he, and he says can you help me put these uh well uh, coconuts back on the box and a teenage girl gets up and pretends to throw a coconut at the screen and like as she throws it a coconut comes on screen and he catches it wow thank you he warbles and now has now i now have one coconut in the box <laughs> so it's that it's because she threw it it's not like because of the tv programming yeah So I thought thought this article was a little interesting, so I just thought I'd tell you that. Now, you remember last week, the biggest epic,
0: epic fail. Oh, go ahead. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This show is Tech Team. I'm Dylan. And I'm Mark. And we're about to look at Mark's robot.
2: Uh, lol, I just did another epic fail. Now, (laughs) I was saying how last week I had an epic fail. This was because... (laughs) exactly this is because I brought my robot but of course I did not bring this little thing my controller and uh, this part uh, you're gonna be able to hear the robot but you're more you're more gonna want to look on YouTube to actually see this that's why I'm morally looking at the camera now instead of Dylan <laughs> so I'm gonna get down turn my robot on and actually uh, drive this around a bit
0: Awesome let's see it. So, Mark also brought one of his balls that you have to pick up with the robot in the competition that you have to set in the goals, as we've talked about in um, earlier shows. So, he brought a ball, and he's going to attempt to pick it up with his robot. All right. All right. So, prepare to be dazzled. Well, Mark just missed the ball, so I got it. I got it. <laughs> he hit the microphone that was down there, and um, that was another epic
2: fail. But I got the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Now, uh, my system doesn't work right now because one of my uh, one of my motors—you you probably can tell. One of them you'll notice is high strength. The other one is normal. It's, uh, reason is, uh, my mom was supposed to be ordering two high strength motors, and I only got one. And so, uh, I only have one on there, so let's listen, this doesn't quite work. You can see the high strength motor goes up, <laughs> but the other one doesn't. So, I'm gonna, uh, but, uh, what I would do is back up to the goal, lift up, and do this. And then I'd drop it in. That's awesome. Turn you around. Come here, ball. Don't don't go away. I'm your friend. Come back.
0: I'm your friend. Come here. Come here. Stop. Stop. It's probably a little bit harder since Mark has a broken arm. That and uh, that and balls are known for rolling away. But um, with this robot, Mark is going to nationals. Yes, I am. So nationals is in Nebraska. So he's raising money to go to Nebraska, and he did excellent. He came in first place in. The regular competition. And then when's Nationals March? Tell me again. It's March uh, 15th through the 17th. That's awesome. So are you looking forward to Nebraska? Yes, I am. So explain a little more what Nationals are. How do they decide who goes to Nationals and where everyone's from? Uh, uh, well, it works sort of like this. Let me just turn off my robot. He's turning off his robot right now.
2: There we go. Okay. So it works sort of like this. It's a normal VEX competition in Nebraska. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I get it. No, no. Uh (laughs) That was a donkey. (laughs)
2: Okay. Um, Actually, how it works is it's uh, it's your normal VEX competition, but every team that won a regional competition
0: uh, is competing in it. So is it everyone across – uh, the whole United States, though. Whole United States, every country. Awesome. So, like
2: me, my sister team two one one four A, and another team nine eight four I think are going to that because that was the li- that was the alliance we had that won the regional competition. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, sorry about that. Um, and of course, uh, whoever else won in any other state, they're going to compete in that. But besides that, it's a normal VEX competition, and
0: uh, I will have YouTube video of this. Awesome. Well, um, before we take a break, I just want to tell you to um, like us on Facebook. Yes, yes, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Well, let's take a break. I'm Dylan. I'm Mark. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Facebook. Goodbye.
3: And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's around the world. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
2: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America
1: Kids. Stay informed with the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more.
2: Thank you, and welcome to the program tech team. Welcome back to the program tech team
0: on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dylan. And I'm Mark. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. So, um, this is the third segment. It's our sound special, so... (laughs) Woohoo! Thank you, thank you. Okay, um, so I'm going to kick it off with a robotic eye. Now, this is made to help blind people have sight. um, It uses a tiny video camera and transmitter and a set of glasses. The computer processes scenes captured by the camera and converts them into visual information in the form of an electric signal that's sent to an implant. You can't actually see... But it uses flashes of light to show an outline of an object. So the brain just needs to learn how to identify these objects. Uh, example, three bright dots might be the three points of a triangle. Um, the device is intended only for people who were once able to see, and their optic nerve must still be working. But the device com- does come with a hefty price tag, about $100,000. Yeah. Some people who have used this are even able to read large fonts, though. So you may even be able to read for this $100,000 gadget of a robotic eye. Wow. Now, this was
2: all my question to an answer to a... No, this was all my answer... Yeah. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Say that. Do the epic fail thing right there.
0: Or, yeah. Um it was an epic fail. So, this is about $100,000 like I said. It's made to help people have sight who are blind but still have their optic nerve working. So, but I think the person who first started the, the like the guy who first got it must have been really really brave to have a robotic eye thing attached to his optic nerve. Yeah. Just to see if he can get flashes of light. Yeah. Um I just want to say um what I, what I was gonna say
2: before is this answers my question to a question I've been asking for a long time now. Yes, I get it. My question was, <laughs> if I if I had a disability, what would it be? Like, what if you were gonna have a disability, what would you prefer? And this answers my question. I would prefer to be blind because then I could get this. As long as you were once able to see. That's true. It's like I'm an infant. Oh, light! Why did it get so dark? <laughs>
0: Okay, so another thing I want to talk about is, I think it's pronounced Soin, it's S-O-I-N-N. In Japan, researchers made a robot called Soin that can learn from its experiences using artificial intelligence. So, like, it can learn how to pour a glass of water. It looks at its surroundings and can figure out what to do in what order. So if you wanted, like, iced tea, you it would look, it would see the cup, it would see the tea, it would see the ice cube, and it would figure out what order to do it in and how to do it. Nice. Yeah. It, it can also send out messages to other robots and connect to the Internet to figure out how to do something if it can't figure it out by itself. Wow. Okay, this just reminds me of something real quick. Do, I don't know if you remember this, Dylan. Well,
2: a long time ago, when uh, we were doing the FLL, we did all these exercises, okay? And uh, I remember one of them... We were learning about programming and going through steps. And mm-hmm. uh, you, had to, you had to tell me which steps to take to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, so what we did was Mark would be pretty much a robot. And we would tell him how many steps to take forward, when to turn, which way to turn, and what to do. And we ended up make, making him make a peanut butter sandwich. And even on our, though it was our first try, it worked. We were very successful, and Mark ended up having a yummy sandwich. And it was yummy and tasty. That's what I just said, so that was another epic fail. Okay, um, now speaking of FLL, there is a website, I don't know if you guys are interested in the Mindstorm or anything, called NXT Log. It has a ton of people's creations that they've made with their NXT. It's got videos, pictures, ways that they built the robot, so you can build it too. Um, it's called NXT Log, so www.nxtlog.com. And you can post your videos, pictures, um, anything about your Mindstorm on there, and you can also look at other people's creations. So could I make a robot that was a deathmatch robot, that had like a chainsaw and flamethrower attached to it, and post that NXT Log? Mark, you're scaring me. <laughs> I, I'm afraid about being in the same room as him right now. <laughs> It makes me curious about what things he's made with his NXT and not told me about. Well, I haven't really made... Well, actually, I have, because I made a Sentry gun with an NXT. Oh, my gosh. I made a flamethrower with my Vex. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah. A flamethrower, people. Did you hear him? A (laughs) flamethrower.
2: Yes, exactly. So I I remember those two robots. There was one, the one that was a Sentry, it was, it was pretty simple, just ultrasonic sensor and the NXT brick attached to a Lego Vulcan. Or not a Lego Vulcan, Nerf Vulcan. And uh, and the flamethrower was a can of WD-40 in front
0: of a candle. Oh my gosh. The next thing he'll make is probably this. <laughs> yes, I was about to do a bomb. Okay. Um, okay, now we will talk about, well, if you guys have read my biography, you know that I love baseball. I'm a baseball <gasps> maniac. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to talk about some baseball robots. Um, they These people in Japan have made a pair of baseball-playing robots. One robot can pitch, and it throws 90% of its pitches in the strike zone, though it only throws the ball at 25 miles an hour. <laughs> Epic fail. The hitting robot can almost hit 100% of the pitches it swings at, and it never swings at something out of the strike zone. So this robot that can pitch throws 90% of its pitches in the strike zone, and the hitting robot hits any strike that's in the strike zone pretty much.
2: Now let me ask you something. Has anyone, you've ever seen real steel? Anyone where the boxing competition got taken over by robots? Uh, You've talked about
0: it. I haven't seen it yet, though.
2: Right. Well, um... Well, if you've seen this, you know what I'm talking about, right? So, these baseball robots, they remind me of that movie. Just thinking, just thinking about these robots. The sport of baseball could be taken over by robots before
0: you know it. I actually, when I read this, got scared, but then I read about how far the pitching robot could throw. One meter. Yeah. So I was getting really nervous. I'm like, oh great, baseball's gonna be taken over by robots and then said, The pitching robot though can only throw one meter. Oh wow. So then I kinda relaxed a little bit. I just imagine this Yeah, so they kinda got to be pretty close. Um the researchers though hope to be get the pitching robot to be able to throw at ninety three miles per hour and be able to throw breaking balls such as curves and sliders. So if they keep going with it, they mm-hmm. may get it good.
2: Well, wait, 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 wait. But there's something that you don't know. Because what's this? the this, this robot. Is it like a humanoid type thing that throws it like this? Or is it just something that goes like that?
0: It, I don't. It doesn't look like a person, not that I know of, no. Well, can I move? I don't think so. That's the thing. That's is the it thing. Even, cause if even, it's even the, bo- the running robot, I mean the batting robot can't move. Not that I know of, so...
2: Well, because then there's your problem right there, folks. If you can't move, when you hit the ball, you can't get on base. When the other person hits the ball, you can't catch the ball and throw it at the person and get them
0: out. Well, maybe the hitting robots will hit, and then dogs will run the bases. Nah. (laughs) I'm on to something.
2: Yeah, there you go. It's like like the uh, pitching robot will meet her throws the ball, uh, batter, batter robot hits the ball, batter, batter robot hits, hits the robot,
0: <laughs> hits the pitching robot, dog runs to base, and just <laughs> keeps running off the field. <sighs> well, speaking of robots in sports, I want to talk to you about a robotic gymnast. This robot can swing on a high bar like in gymnastics. It can swing and do flips, jump off and catch the bar again, and also jump off completely to try and stick the landing. It is a very, very, very cool robot. It uses motors to swing back and forth to get itself started, and then it goes full speed and does flips. I was watching a video on it, and it is really cool. So it's an interesting robot. Um, you guys should definitely look at it. And uh, You know how I was talking about NXT Log. There's also mm-hmm. a NXT version of it. <sighs> wow. Yeah, it's got ac- an axle that hangs up like a high bar. And it's got three motors connecting to each other and then the brain connected to the motors and they swing around the axle. Though it would be the, the motors and the brain together are really heavy, so it put a lot of strain on the axle.
2: Yeah. Which now, is the
0: only problem.
2: I always want to ask you this this robot you're talking about that does the gymnastics, mm-hmm. is
0: this is this like gripping onto the pole or is it attached to the pole? No. The NXT version is attached. The um, the real robot I was looking at was actually like grips the pole that's how why i said it can jump off completely and try and stick the landing
2: oh oh right i missed that part so is that so i just put chalk on his hands or
0: uh uh, robot fail
2: yeah let's go ahead put that chalk on
0: your hands wait my hands are metal well let's take a break i'm dylan and i'm mark keep it right here you're listening to voice america kids peace
1: Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's
3: going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America
1: Kids. Stay informed with the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more.
2: Welcome back to Tech Team. Oh my gosh, Mark. <laughs> I just came up with that just now, just during the break. We're deciding what we're going to do and go boom, boom. Since Dylan's iPod
0: doesn't seem to work for whatever reason, I think it's radio shy. So well, I I got a new sound one, so oh. I'll I'll do a a little thing. Um, that was Yay. charge. Yeah. Ba-da-ba-da. Okay, so we have my sound thing. It's a different one, but we got sound back. Yeah. So this is our fourth segment. So we're gonna go into autism now. Mm-hmm. So. My friends, uh, I've mentioned that before, they're the ones doing the FRC competition. They go to a private school. They, I went, their big brother plays basketball for the school team. So, I was at his game, and I was watching, and then the last period came along. And there's something that the school does that is really, really, really cool. They have an autistic kid on their team, and he can talk and stuff, but... Every last period, they let him play in the game. Wow. Sometimes they even let him play before that and in the last one. So um, he came in, and they were playing, and they were running around and shooting baskets and all sorts of stuff, but the thing that was really cool about what I was there for and what I saw was I got to see him make his very first basket for the school team. And it was really cool that he was jumping around and his teammates were giving him high fives and his, everyone in the crowd was cheering. I, it's a private school, so there weren't many people there, but it sounded like Yankee Stadium or something when That's Arod amazing. hit a home run. It was really cool. He was jumping around and he was smiling and his parents were smiling. Everyone in the crowd was smiling and cheering and whistling and clapping it was a really, really cool thing to watch, and wow. I thought I'd just share that with you guys because I thought that was a cool story, and I was really, really glad I was there to witness it.
2: Wow, that that's amazing. I wish I was there. Um, that reminds me of I was reading an article about another kid who sort of similar except that it wasn't basketball. His name's Hunter, and he's 17, right? and he's severely, severely autistic, but he's high-functioning. So, like, he has, very, he has sensory problems and stuff. And and no uh, uh, like no social skills at all almost but he but he's uh, but he can talk and stuff and he he wanted to join a swim team right so I was like you I, I think I want to join a swim team so I was like what that's that's good that's great for you so they went to join up you know what they said what don't you think you'd be better off joining the special Olympics Oh I know right the special Olympics like he's he's autistic he's not dumb I know but that 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 I just that just infuriates
0: me right there. Yeah. It's Special Olympics. He's
2: he's autistic.
0: I read this article too, and it, the the ending's really cool. So keep going, Mark. Right.
2: So it, so he did eventually make it on the team, right? And, even though people st- says all these things like that, and uh, but he they like the first time they realized this was his thing, he had to do a thousand laps or not not laps um, yards. Oh a thousand, wow! Thousand yards, uh, which is like back and forth. That's fifty yards. So he had to do that like a bunch of times, right? Yeah. And so he and so he did that, and they noticed the more he kept going, the faster he went. And so it just kept going and going and going, and faster and faster. And and and, and this was like a meet thing where, where he did the thousand yards, and, I, and he got like second place to like the
0: reigning champ. Oh wow, the reigning champ. So he, I read this article, and it said that the reigning champ broke the record that day that used to be ho- held by the ra- the champ's brother and this kid came in second place to that yeah that's that's pretty amazing in a thousand me- in a thousand yards
2: yeah and he also swam um a 400 meter freestyle in letter uh, time oh my gosh so, uh, yeah so i thought this was a pretty inspiring story i thought this was really cool but I, I just, yeah, I thought it was really cool. and I, I really felt really felt bad for him when when he said, you should join the Special Olympics. I'm like... That's just terrible. I know. It, it, this reminds me of something. Um, uh, this reminds me of something a little bit graphic, so you might not want to hear this, but it's, there's this autistic girl, and she went to a public school, and she was getting bullied a lot. And she's in the hospital now, because she was cutting herself, because she was getting bo- uh, bullied. Oh. I know. And she's in the hospital now, and she, I think she'll be okay, but it's like... Now that's teaching something right there. Bullying, not cool. Not cool.
0: No bullying. No. That's really sad. Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. This show is Tech Team. I'm Dylan. And I'm Mark. And right now we're talking about autism. Right. So, uh, Dylan, don't you have uh, something about Keep On? Yes. If you were listening to one of our previous shows, we've talked about Keep On. He's the little cute spongy guy that dances around. He had two million, over two million views on uh, YouTube, which was um, what made him famous originally, but his real purpose is to help children with autism. His eyes are video cameras. His nose is a microphone. So huh. he dances around and stuff, and I just read an article, and he is going to be sold in Toys R Us. Huh. How cool is that? Imagine that. That's the... Oh, that that's just cool. That's a really cool, so... Kids and everyone around the world who has autism or just wants a cute little spongy guy can get go get him at Toys R Us. Yes,
2: uh, I'm going to pull this up really quick. This was, uh, wait, not internet. He um, forgot I have to go to the YouTube app. This is, uh, I thought this was pretty cool. It's uh, the video that he starred
0: in. Uh, no, here it is. Uh, not that. But I thought it was really cool because that's going to be really helpful and it's cool that Toys R Us is going to, <clears throat> Excuse me. Toys R Us is gonna buy something so autistic kids around the world can just go there and get a little guy that may help them in the future. That's pretty cool, actually. Toys R Us. Actually, ah. speaking of Keepon, he got like a nomination for cutest medical device.
2: Ha! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think I found it here. Let's
0: okay, Mark may back. have found something.
2: I think this is a value start in. Um, yes. Awesome, we found it.
0: Here you go. Listen in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, so this little dude dances around to music. You can see his head moving side to side, going up and down. Um, inside a cylinder that he stands on he's got motors in there and all sorts of stuff that helps him do his little moves and then he's got the eyes that are video cameras and it nose that's a microphone like I said yeah and um, the video camera can do face detection so it's he's a really cool little sponge dude that helps kids you guys should really look into it go to YouTube and look up P- K-E-E-P-O-N uh, no spaces, keep on he's really, really, really cool. He does his little dance moves, and his purpose is to help autistic children and if like one thing that some autistic children have trouble with is making eye contact with people, so that 's what the face detection thing is for because they look at the little keep on and they look at him and he can make eye contact with them. Because he's dancing, and so they think that's cool, and so they have another person in another room watching the video that's being filmed through his eyes, and they can. It helps them make eye contact with people, and it helps their social skills too. Yeah. So he's a really cool little guy that helps kids with autism. So, like I said, cute medical device, and uh, keep on dancing, keep on. Don ba don
2: ba. Now I I thought that's pretty cool video. You can look at that on YouTube, K-E-E-P-O-N. He's he's awesome. Yeah. So uh we almost ended the show here, but I just want to mention something really quick I thought was kinda neat, pretty pointless, but kinda neat. Um <laughs> Yes. Now, if you're twenty something years or older, okay, you may have heard of something called F-A-U-X Racing, right? Uh, I can't really. I don't know really have pronounced. I think it's Fox Racing. It's like uh, it's like the arcade racing games, right? Like an old version of today's arcade racing games. So someone took this and they and they put it on a go kart, okay, or, or a golf cart or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it could actually move. So when you control the game, when you're moving in the game, you're also moving in real life. Now you may be asking, how do I how am I not crashing? This is because he has two web cameras set on top that can see the road and actually map out what the real road is in front of him on the screen. That's really cool. Yeah, pretty pointless, but I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool, actually. That is cool. So, uh, and I wanted to mention this. I thought, um, and that's about it, really. Uh, I just saw this little thing. I thought it was kind of neat. Um, now, if you are not quite getting what I'm saying, because I was trying to explain this to my mom. She's like, I don't get it. What? I don't <laughs> get it. What? What? And, um... But I explained it to my dad, and he got it. So uh, when this video when this video gets posted, if you have an account, please comment, say whether
0: you get what I'm describing or not. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for joining. Aww. Listen to the show weekly on VoiceAmericaKids.com. Contact us at VoiceAmericaKids at Yahoo.com and mention our name or in the show. You can also like us on Facebook. 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 Thanks again for listening. Doom ba, doom ba. Word,
2: word.
1: that's our show make sure you tune into the tech team every week for the latest in tech info on the voice america kids channel
3: we didn't invent kid talk we perfected it and at a very young age you're listening to voice america kids
1: the future of online tv is here